Alrighty, what is going on, everybody? My name is Josh. Welcome to the Barca Bloggers podcast. Hope everyone had a hope everyone had a good week. It's uh, it's February now. We're surviving. We're living. Hopefully, uh, hopefully staying safe and healthy. Uh, so Barcelona news. Um, and the overall topic of this podcast, I did want to chat a bit about the uh, Tom Brady, Lionel Messi comparisons and kind of, I don't know, just some of the thoughts that were going through my head last weekend watching the Super Bowl and seeing Tom win with the uh, the Buccaneers. Um, a lot of parallels. Nevertheless, uh, Barcelona news. So under the La Liga win, Atletico dropped a point, or dropped two points, I guess. So now Barcelona are eight points back. Atleti have a game in hand. Uh, these are the kind of things that we need to keep happening. Um, you're not going to get too many Atletico 2-2 draws. That was weird. Uh, usually I'm used to seeing the 0-0 draw if Atleti drop any points. Uh, nevertheless, Barcelona do gain a little bit of traction. They continue their success in the um, in the La Liga front. So that's impressive to see as always. Uh, that success didn't necessarily continue throughout the week. They lost 2-0 to Sevilla in the Copa del Rey semifinals. Ivan Rakitic scored, did the classy thing, you know, the little like two hands down just to calm everyone down. I'm going to show some respect. Uh, listen, like Ivan's a much better person than I am. Uh, I would have celebrated Barcelona kind of, you know, <laughs> Barcelona. Uh, yeah. Anyways, um, good for him being classy. Uh, the defense just looked horrible again. Like granted, they only gave up two goals. The offense didn't produce anything, obviously. Uh, but the injury situation is just brutal for Barcelona. I think eight senior players were out. They're hoping to get a little healthier ahead of the PSG match in like four days from now. Like the kind of the conversations we've had in weeks past about the Barcelona defense and how things had looked continue to be the same. Uh, again, there's the injury situation is just what keeps harnessing what it seems like any sort of consistent performance and really is really making it difficult to fully evaluate how Ronald Koeman is managing the team uh, and specifically the defensive side of the ball. Um, PSG. So the PSG match is this Tuesday, I believe. Let me just pull up the schedules to make sure I'm not tripping. Uh, they have one more La Liga match tomorrow against Alves, and then Tuesday, February 16th, they will play PSG. Um, to the Camp Nou. Injuries will define this match. So... Neymar is now officially out for four weeks. He will miss this match for sure. Excuse my garage door beneath. It's literally right beneath my feet. Um, he will definitely miss this match and probably miss the return leg. Uh, Neymar has not been one to quickly return from injury. In fact, usually they drag on a bit. So listen, there's, I wrote up the uh, Neymar injury piece, I think yesterday um, for Barca Blagranes and I think there's there's a few trains of thought, right? One of them is like PSG are a little bit weaker now, or significantly weaker, I should say. Uh, it makes Barcelona's job less difficult. Uh, it equals things out a little bit, given the injury concerns that Barcelona, of course, have. I think from a practical, I'm a fan of football perspective, uh, this sucks. Like, Neymar was rumored to return is still is he's always rumored to return to Barcelona. Messi is rumored to PSG. Uh you know, it's rumored that PSG is one of the teams that he would consider going to. 
There's the drama around Angel De Maria's comments. He's not playing. So, I mean, injuries are just going to define this match. Uh, Ansu Fati is out. Neymar is out. Angel De Maria is out. The Barcelona defense is still going to be figuring things out. And it's just kind of like, I don't know. I mean, it's just going to be like a, a battle of will and grit. Like, I don't know. I have no clue what to expect. I really don't. You could tell me 3-0 PSG, 3-0 Barcelona, 1-1, 0-0. Any, any scoreline I would accept and take. Um, I would say that PSG would still be the favorites in my mind. Uh, just for the attack back kind of, even though, you know, missing Di Maria and Neymar is brutal. Uh they're still they're still incredibly talented and I would consider them the favorites. Now, Tom Brady, Lionel Messi. Uh why did I title the podcast this? Why did I want to talk about it? Um and I we've talked about this on previous podcasts, sort of like the LeBron James Messi comparison and kind of how they're different, how they've taken different routes to managing the team around them and leveraging their willpower. Um, Tom Brady and Lionel Messi are more comparable, in my opinion, than LeBron James and Lionel Messi. Uh, At least they were. So I think when you look at how the Patriots and Tom Brady ended up splitting up, I think it is more so a product of, like, by the end, right, like, Brady decided to leave the Patriots. There's varying reports on how hard they tried to keep him, but they were definitely not... Uh, Belichick and company were definitely kind of willing to part ways. Belichick viewed Brady's decline in the last couple of years as significance. He viewed it as uh, um, he viewed it as something where they needed to move on in order to build the team up for the future again. Um, clearly, Tom Brady went to a team that was what were they seven and nine last year? I think I think the Bucks were seven and nine last year. Clearly talented clearly more talented around him than the Patriots were. And so he made, he obviously made a great decision, right? They won the Super Bowl. Like even if they didn't win the Super Bowl and they got knocked out by Washington football team in the first round of the playoffs, like he still would have made a better decision because the Patriots were horrible. Um, Like he's considered kind of the, he's, he's, he's the undisputed greatest like football player of all time. Uh, Messi is considered one of the very few options for the greatest football player of all time. Uh, his consideration of leaving Barcelona, right? Like I think the, by the time that Tom Brady considered leaving the Patriots and whether that was even on the table, it never should have gotten to that point. If you're the Patriots, you never should have let someone like Tom Brady ever leave your organization. Even if it, even if it was like a Kobe Bryant situation, right? Where he cripples your team for a year or two, perhaps I think you, and obviously Kobe Bryant was declining by the point the Lakers gave him that massive two-year contract that did inhibit some of their abilities, although it ended up working out uh, in the end with LeBron James and all that. But uh, the Patriots could have prevented this from getting to the point where Brady even ever left the team. Uh, and Barcelona, for all the good and bad decisions that Bartomeu made and that the club made, I think letting the messy situation get to this point, um, you know, th- th- there's arguments here and there as to what they could have done differently if they could have done anything differently to prevent it from getting to this point. But like, nevertheless, we're here. We're at the point where a few months from now, we're probably still not going to know where Lionel Messi's going and he's going to be considering all options. Barcelona are probably not going to win a trophy this year. Um, like we talked about at the top of the show, 
eight points back in the Liga, uh, 2-0 down to Sevilla in the Copa del Rey. I think their injuries are going to severely inhibit them in the Champions League. Uh, granted, the Neymar injury in the PSG match gives them a better advantage. I would still say they are decided underdogs against PSG, and they would be decided underdogs against Bayern Munich, probably Real Madrid, um, really just like anyone else that they're going to play in later stages. So I think odds are that they're not going to win a trophy this year and that they're going to find themselves in a situation where Messi is considering leaving a club where he hasn't won silverware uh, in the last 12 months. So I think there's a lot of conversations about he doesn't, he clearly doesn't take, like he's not looking at Tom Brady and saying, well, he did it so I can do it. Like clearly I don't, I don't think he's doing that. Um, I think Brady is the example, kind of the forebear of like what happens when you let your teams go, get to the point where they even are kind of, where they're even considering an option to leave um, with how bad things are with Barcelona to where like this is even on the table. Um, and clearly everyone knows this. You have to do everything you can to keep messy, but I hope I'm wrong. But by the time it gets to the point where it's even on the table, like it might be too late. Um, that's where the Patriots found themselves with Tom Brady. And that could be where Barcelona finds himself with Messi. Like I said, I hope I'm wrong. We're going to keep talking about this because it's the most fascinating topic in the sports world to me right now. <laughs> um, the presidential elections are obviously going to have massive ramifications on this. I don't probably even more significant than what Barcelona do on the pitch or not. Uh, but yeah, so that's just kind of what I'm thinking about. Um, not necessarily, they're obviously not a one-to-one correlation, but I think watching Brady lift a Super Bowl trophy, not in a Patriots uniform was very like, like what if we saw Messi doing this, lifting the Champions League trophy outside of a Barcelona kit? How weird would that be? Uh, and it's not the craziest thing in the world, right? Like it could happen. So um, hope everyone has a good weekend. Uh, PSG match is only a few days away now. We've been looking forward to this for a long time. So enjoy it. Spend some time with the uh, the ones you love if you get some time this weekend, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks. <laughs>